Blacko Roundtable. What is up, y'all? My name is Dana. I'm Jelena. And I'm Asha. And we really did sit here for like an hour and some change and chat before we started the podcast. But um, this is Black Girl Roundtable. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. So first, I feel like I want to address our, our lovely, dear listeners. First of all, love y'all down. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Yes, thank you. I know y'all think we don't be looking at stuff, but we do. Shout out to one of our <laughs> listeners who who cleared us a little bit about our our somewhat semi-regular updates just to give a little bit of a disclaimer and I know y'all understand I know it's all out of love and jokes but we do all have very very demanding full-time jobs um so we are definitely trying to get better on the consistency and again we live kind of far apart so timing schedule location makes things difficult but we are really working on the middle and the latter half of this year of getting more consistent so thank you for rocking with us we appreciate it we're going to do better. And as proof of this episode, which I'm going to commit right now on air to getting up very quickly, um, you can see we're trying. And remember to spread the word. Like, yes, yes. We would right. love to at one point be on every week. Um, or it would be so great. I enjoy this. Try to stay consistent to every other week in terms of posting. Um, but it's hard. So shout out to Dana, editor extraordinaire host of the most it's what i do so we would love to um you know be able to do this every week and maybe you know god willing putting that out into the universe one yeah. day we'll it's have, gonna happen and it's gonna happen soon i really yes, do feel we it. will have the resources to do so and the time to do so um so stay tuned and again Tell your people, spread the word, spread yes. the good news. Maybe with some more listeners up. and some peer pressure, you know. You know. I right. might be inclined to. Mm-hmm. Force people's hands. Start playing in the office. Play you it. Your, don't ah, maybe not. Oh, this, this, <laughs> I was about to say, now, it depends on what kind of office you work in. Right. I'm not taking responsibility for anybody losing their job. I'm putting that out here right, right now. I'm not saying to do that. Don't look to me for a job when you lose yours we're playing this in the office correct but you know you know when you're with your friends whatever force force the um us on them in terms of force us in their ears you mm-hmm. know y'all listen about black girl roundtable here we go you no, got a road summer summertime road trips car trips Worry. just press play literally just be on like them. oh for mm-hmm. real that's crazy i'm playing them now and then <laughs> <laughs> what you never heard of it? Let me just play this little clip real quick and boom. Yeah. What you mean you don't listen up and you gotta add, you gotta be like, you gotta size it up a little bit. What you mean I don't you don't listen up black or round tech girl? Work Drake. Bullying works. Yeah. It does. Mm-hmm. It's very effective. Mm. But regardless, thank you guys for the support and thank yeah. you guys for the the energy. It it makes it feel like things are happening and we love when you guys chat with us. I think we've had two weeks in a row, somebody giving us some feedback or just giving us any little nuggets and stuff like that. It makes this feel more real to us as well, because truth be told, I feel like we'd be editing this shit and putting it out there and I'll be like another one into the abyss. Right. <laughs> so my perception of reality is warped until y'all say something. I'll be like, oh, nigga, real. Well, somebody heard that. Hmm. Right. right. Marco Polo, please. Oh my God. Please. Yes. 
sidebar number one of the episode. Do y'all remember that song by Soldier Boy and Bow Wow? Listen, I know that had a bad rap, but that was my shit. <laughs> Marco, Polo. Jelena just did the little eye, the peekaboo boo they did. <laughs> Marco, Polo. Marco, Polo. I was get Marco Polo, the, the melody mix up of black and yellow. You know what? You know I'm not what? bad at that, though. I will give you that one. It's so e- it's just it's easy to. I want to go to a pool party and I want to hear that song this summer. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm finally at the age where I could have been in the video, and so now I need yeah. somebody to recreate that for me. Okay, Marco Polo, Marco Polo, Marco Polo. I don't need Soldier Boy or Bow Wow to be there. I'm a past no, that no, point no. in my life, Track. but you know, some moderately attractive black men lifeguard outfit right. you. <laughs> i'll settle Ooh, all right well with that being said and that love shared and received thank y'all again and i will say it a bazillion times over um let's go ahead and move into uh what's trending for this episode um not a ton to talk about but what we do have to talk about there are some things there um we're gonna keep it light but you know keep it real this episode let's start off with some some possibly disappointing news um, about our favorite hot girl, Megan Thee Stallion. Um, allegedly, as of time of recording, which is May 30th for us, um, it's been reported that she and Partisan Fontaine may have broken up. Um, the, you know, reputable institution and news site that is The Shade Room uh, recently posted <laughs> some <laughs> images. I tried not to laugh while I said that I really did. I was like, um, where are you going with this? And I was it like, it was just the word reputable. And it was like, I, just, I was trying to to be positive, but you guys just ruined it for me. Thank you. Maybe uh, right. I'm like, you mean the hell? That's what you mean? They, they, they were called worse. Listen, Sodom and Gomorrah. Yes. <laughs> Not both. <laughs> and. And. Uh, Um, But allegedly, um, Megan Thee Stallion is um, no longer with Partisan Fontaine and is now dating a Belgian soccer player, Romelu Lukaku. Um, Apologies, sir, if I mispronounce your name. Um, But he is a very well-respected, very fine um, soccer player. Um, They were spotted together at a wedding and were also um, spotted kind of just, you know, moving around the streets of Italy. Um, there were images of them holding hands, Megan looking absolutely stunning. Um, and of course, just some, you know, more images of this young man have popped up and my God. He, he he's, yeah. 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 So let's just start off this conversation by saying, girl, if you're gonna break up with party, this is the nigga that you leave party. Right. This, was the way to, this was the way to do it. Correct. This is the best next step. There was, you know. Now, am I a little, you know, sure, I'm a little upset that you and Partisan are no longer together. That that hurts. Right, yeah. Um, I think we all agree they were a good couple. Yeah, but, I was rooting for them. You know, but things things end, things don't work out, and you know, this is, is this is a is. this is a great rebound. Mm-hmm. This, this is this is how you turn it up a notch. Okay, take notes, y'all. This is the blueprint. However, I I feel bad for whoever he dates after her. Oh yeah, it's just never gonna, it's mm-hmm. never gonna be the same. Can right. I shout out to like black women in Hollywood because I feel like the way they rebound is so different than the way the men rebound. Because like even Lori Harvey, 
Like to go from Michael B. Jordan to Damson Idris. Yeah. Power play. And as someone as y'all know how I feel about Damson Idris, I gotta give credit to where credit is due. X. I got to give credit where credit is due. I saw the video of them at the Beyonce concert and thought of you, Asha. I know. Sickening. (laughs) (laughs) Sickening. You, I'm trying to figure out what song, I was like, um, what could you possibly be fucking dancing to? (laughs) I'm trying to remember what song I was singing in my head to. I was like, you know, together, didn't I do it for you? (laughs) (laughs) Didn't I do it for you? Mm. Thank you, SMH, for such a gem. It truly. <laughs> but yes. But literally, like that. It was that Fantasia song. If you don't want me there. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> yes. Okay. That trip you took, because you was in the room with him and with Kofi Cerebo in like the same And weekend. I took Kofi Cerebo and shot my shot. And I think he thought I was playing and I was not. We have a really good picture together and his tongue is like very close to my face, which is like... Like, I just would have been like, Meh. right? So, uh, the, in, the intrusive thoughts won. <laughs> Damn, intrusive. Damn. Okay. Like, well, yeah. then you got a story to tell uh, about how you got a restraining order. Like, I would frame it. If John Boyega ever took out a restraining order on me, I'll put it up. I'm like, wall. this is proof that <laughs> I did This is proof I touched him. I really feel like if I was in a relationship and I just like slipped up with somebody like a Kofi. Or a Jonathan, like I'm fully gonna tell you, and I expect you to just not break up with me. And honestly, like you we'll skip not. this this episode, but we have our celebrity like gimmies basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, his is Tim's and only Tim's. And what can hey, I say? Hey, hey, I can't, can't even be mad at that. Tim's yeah. is one of mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know what? Do what you do. Hey, you girl over there. Yes. She can approach okay. both of us and let's just see who, who and let's she like better. That's right. how I feel about Megan the Stallion. I know that's right. yours, but like yep. if she if she come get me, I'm going. Right. Right. It's like Tim's, Megan the Stallion, and Tiana Taylor. Yep. Yeah. May the best man win. Taylor, good luck. Good luck. Right. Okay. I feel like I can make her laugh more. That's what I'm saying. Okay, because top two and I am number two. Thanks. <laughs> I feel like I have a lot of charisma. I feel like I could really like and you'd be like, where'd y'all go? Don't worry about it. Because if Meg roll up on me, it's over. It's over. Oh, my God. Um, But, yes, back to Meg and, and Party. Um, Yeah. How do you guys feel about the the split, the new direction? Asha, I know we were talking, we mentioned something earlier about. So, I mean, I, like, with any cute couple, right, you know, perfect or however you feel about them, right? It's, it's, you know, it's sad when you like a couple, you know, and you're like, oh, I really like them together. That's sad. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I feel about that whole situation. But at the same time, I always felt like he, when Megan was going through all of that public scrutiny for being shot, right? I felt as though he, he did speak out a few times against Tori. I will say that. But I also felt just like he should have, like, like, and we talked about this, Dana and Jelena. I feel mm-hmm. like you not just come out and say, like, against, like, the gremlin. But I also feel as though he should have people who are coming for her. Like, other celebrities, other, like, noble figures, the shade room. Like, these different mm-hmm. places that were giving out false information. 
basically taking a side i think that he should have well taking tori's side i should say that not taking a side but taking um the uh leprechaun from that one movie side i think that if he would have been like i'm not working with i'm not working with this person i'm not with this person if you work with this person you're weird i don't fuck with this publication i don't fuck with this blog although weird this is the problem that we have now um and how we are so like against women i think he could have taken a larger stance um and a lot sooner um i agree yeah i, I could definitely agree with that especially because his music like if you're like really follow him his platform is about women's empowerment essentially so it's kind of just like you you could have said a little bit more a little bit more and i know that he definitely probably protected her in public and i'm we don't know like the ins and outs of their relationship obviously so we don't know in private but i'm just like wondering if that may have like that that in itself any relationship something like that traumatic happens to you it can affect your relationship right that's it's true just, it's just the unfortunate thing about these kind of traumatic events is that sometimes your relationship is one thing that um is affected just by um, the situation 100 percent. because you learn a lot about people when something big happens exactly exactly right? and i definitely understand him not saying anything publicly until megan said certain things and like the legal part of it was yeah cleaned up because he doesn't want to like muddy that or say the wrong thing i totally get that exactly or like when they were bringing up her like who she has slept with allegedly because we still don't know that actually happened i would expect you to be like and because everyone was like oh her nigga must be must be embarrassed that's why he not saying like that was what like for you sleeping with somebody before we met like what right or number one the list was not long it really wasn't number one the list was not long Okay, because again, I want y'all to know that if I looked like Megan the Stallion and I had Megan's money and her access, I don't need, I think they would have to invent a new word for the type of hoe I would be. <laughs> right, no, for real. Move over, Corinne Stephens. Here Listen. comes Jelena. Because of what? <laughs> I. <laughs> Okay, and especially with the way that like, and it just be people that you don't even think are gonna fuss about Meg. Like when Dwayne the Johnson was talking about how he wanted to, they did the Secret Life of Pets too, and oh, they were yeah. like, they were like, if you could be anybody's pet, who would you be? And he was like, I would be Megan the Stallion's dog. And they were like, why? And he was like, we don't even have to talk about that. Nope. He said, y'all ain't about to give me trouble with my wife. Just know, okay. That if she well, I knew. To- I knew exactly. I knew exactly why he said that. Right. I would make a spreadsheet. Y'all better be thankful that it's Meg, because if it was me, y'all would have ammo for days. days. And I would have been in the, in the comments in the shade room. Yup, yep. I did it. Yep, it was great. <laughs> yeah, no. So I, that's how I just, you know. And they seem like a really nice couple. And you never know. It might be one of those things where they come back together after a certain point. Yeah. You know, whatever. But, um, or, you know, they just move on with their lives. They do, you know, other things with other people. Um, And right now, if this is the guy she's doing other things with. Good for you, girl. Good for you, yeah. girl. I, he looks like he can pick anything up. So, <laughs> speaking of, if we want to transition, and we we didn't put this on the docket, but we can if you guys heard heard sure. about what. So, uh, Tim Anderson uh, is uh, a American baseball player, actually black. Um, he's very, very good in 
quite wealthy. Um, he is married to a woman named Bria. Um, it's one of those, you know, I'm a mom and a wife and da, 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 which is fine, which is perfect. It's no, not a problem. Um, but that's like kind of her brand, right? Um, them up now. Cute. He is fine, fine. He is fine, fine. He's fine. Community is I seen his, his pictures went viral like, a couple years ago, and I just forgot his name. Yes, yes. I do remember. I'm being like, well, oh, he got the tattoos and everything. Tim, man, he got a beautiful smile. Had me about yeah, to buy really a fucking looking. jersey. Don't even watch a lick of baseball. I was like, I'm gonna wear the jersey. It's fine. But Tim Anderson is very, very fine, as we have, as you can see, yep. a thousand times. Um, but Tim Anderson has been a, a a busy boy, um, the past year. Oh, Lord. So he had a um a baby on the side, <gasps> and the mistress was very confused. I would say, as to why he wouldn't had left his wife yet for her, and then to why his wife was still like posting that they are like this happy couple. Um, and apparently Tim was there throughout the whole pregnancy, was very like supportive. I am looking at the pictures, yeah. y'all. Go look at he in the delivery room. Yes. Ain't like good fucking, that he is involved, yeah. but like talk about a double life. Like, they take damn. pictures together with him caressing her baby bump. Yes. Wow. I mean, and these are not pictures that you kind of take of some niggas hand while he's asleep, right? No, he's right. in the camera. He, he, they are in a really cheesing in the camera. Okay. That to me is very bold, and that's how I know he is rich. Mm-hmm. Right? Very rich. So just yeah. Um, and so everyone's calling his mistress Delulu. Um, well, because she is. Um very much. Yeah. And he said he said to her, um, you know. He he. She said that he said to her that he was only with his wife for the image. Um, I haven't looked up the pictures, but what does this mistress look like? Um, before I get angry, when his pictures went viral, it was like, look at this black wholesome family. Yeah, in you know Major League Baseball, like it's very rare. And now you're doing shenanigans. Come and on. I do feel like the wife has a right to be upset because I think a part of the reason why his career has taken off the way outside of even just the cheating stuff, like yes, she has a right to be upset about all that, but like the the way the reason his career has taken off the way it has is because she allows you to project this certain image and again black people don't care about baseball and so we know black people who are pro-black are doing shit in baseball Facts. and so and so with that being said mind you that's what the shorty said like oh he's only there for that image now i want to remind everybody that um just because he's lying to her does not negate him lying to you I never understand why you like the man who was sleeping with me behind his wife's back is a liar. What the what do you expect? No, like that is really a good point. Like, what do you expect? He is going to lie to the person he is legally married to, who he has been with for years, who he has a whole entire family with, and then here you come chugging along, and you think he's going to be 
telling you the God's honest truth all day, every day. I don't understand how we get into these situations. Like, truthfully, like, what, truthfully, like, what did you think? What did you think? Like, the whole thing, I'm all for, like, we need to put most of the onus on men. And Tim Anderson, I think you are so trifling for that. You're a whole I don't know how that, that was going to play out. I don't know how you thought that was going to play out. That You are so stupid and trifling for that. You are at fault. You are the one who is 80% at fault here. But I am also not one of y'all birds who be like, well, the, the girl don't owe that woman nothing. I don't owe no. to his wife, to his girlfriend. You're crazy. It's like, I don't, well, I don't know her nothing. I don't know her. No, but just like, why would you do that? Why would you put yourself in such a messy situation? Why do you want to be the side bitch? I feel like there's a way to be a side hoe without being a side hoe. Like, if you hear me. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, if you're going to, especially like in the entertainment and like athletic industry, it's enough niggas out here who's just like, I don't have a girlfriend. These are my ladies that I sponsor. Yes. And that's it. And so I just feel like you could do that without being a side bitch. Or being, or, 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 buying into and being an active participant in deceiving another woman correct that's what it is for me i'm never gonna knock any woman doing what she gotta do to get her bills paid and live her life as long as you are not a detriment to another woman in her livelihood and her you know well-being and so in these type of situations you look crazy because it's again it's and she's pretty she seemed like, and I don't know what that girl do the side girl but you know you were ig model i'm sure or i'm assuming it's it's plenty of rich niggas out here you could and my thing is and the thing is she apparently she also has like another son like an older son and she's like he's you know he's been around my son why why would you want to have your son around the married man that you're fucking on this is i just it's like how many women have to go through this publicly for you to get it through your head that you're not different that's all I'm saying. Like, this is a, a tale as old as time. We know how this is going to play out. And unfortunately, you will not be the last because somehow everybody thinks they different. Everybody can't be Camilla, y'all. We ain't, all y'all ain't going to be queen of England. And even she, like, the, the amount of L's that lady is still taking to this day, Thanks. is it really worth it? And everyone compares you to his dead ex-wife? Who's been dead for decades. Right. His children, the dead wife's children have children. And they still, people are will be following you till your dying day. People are going to show up at your funeral with pictures of this bitch. This is what was it really worth it? Was it really, really worth it? And so I'm like, but even still, y'all don't let one successful side hoe negate the thousands who told you that, that what, what happened to them. Right, the odds are against you. Just be quiet. Uh, all right, we could. I'm gonna move us on because I feel like we could. We could talk about this all day. Literally. Um, let's. We'll skip this one. Um, quick summary: Taylor Swift and Ice Spice have a song together that nobody asked for. You heard it. It's uh, uh, it was don't bad. Waste, don't waste it's, your time. Not. It was bad before Ice Spice was on it, and so I don't understand how y'all was running these numbers up and i'm not a t-swift hater like i gotta put that out there like she got a couple of songs that's just not one of them and ice spice didn't help right um anything else to add on that one and her boyfriend is a racist but are we surprised because taylor swift loves to date a bigot 
No, that sums it up perfectly. I don't not see anyway. But yes, that's all I have to say about that. I don't understand why y'all are surprised that Taylor Swift is not. Y'all been yelling at this girl to be, you know, less shitty for years and she's taken none of your advice. So Thanks. whatever. Um, but moving on to something a little bit more interesting and funny, and we'll try to keep it brief because I want us to be able to get to everything. Um, let's talk about prom 2023. <laughs> so if you have been on the internet and the interwebs, you have probably seen that the children are coming, you know, for y'all this year for the prom and the slayage. And first, I do want to lead this conversation by saying like prom has definitely changed since we were in high school. We went to prom in 2013. Yeah. God. Um, yeah. 10 years ago. Don't talk um, about it. Don't talk about it. Okay. Um, so like the prom game was already like on the rise at that point in time and mm -hmm. the children have continued to elevate the prom escapades. Um, this year, there were a couple of things that were interesting. Let's start off. Let's start by talking about this TikTok trend um, with the plastic. Rip me out the plastic. I've been acting brand new. So some of them I really I like the little edits where they just rip the plastic in front of them. Yes. yes. That's it. That's how you do it. Please do not actually put plastic bags on you tied and then try to rip them off. I beg of you stop doing that. To the young lady who put her whole body in that hefty <laughs> bag and could not get out. First of all, Hefty needs to put you on payroll because that was yeah. a commercial for right. how strong them damn garbage bags were. <laughs> because like you don't gotta say nothing else. I'm sold because she was punching the shit. <laughs> she was punching the shit out of that garbage bag, and it was not. Oh, wow, this is a hired actress. You know what? Let me go ahead and get some get some Hefty go get next some time. Bags. Next time I hit hefty, the grocery hefty, store. Hefty. Listen, wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. <laughs> right. Sold. So, I just, I just think we need to use her entire efforts as a barometer for that. And for the anybody like 18 and above, 17 and above, who wants to put a plastic bag on their head, I'm going to just let you live. I feel like at this point, if you don't know not to do that, I can't help you. And, you know, we had the the cinnamon challenge when we were kids so like you know yeah, i didn't do that shit i was never i'm just saying our generation we correct. did we did a lot of dumb we did stuff, some dumb stuff. We, we had some stupid pranks now i will say y'all generation in these different like them crates and them tie pods y'all yeah i don't know what was wrong with y'all with that with that, that milk crate shit was wild um but stop putting your babies like your children children yeah. in the plastic yeah. Like, yeah. I've been seeing little girls get their, you know, they, they lemonade braids for the summer, and their mom put a Target bag over their head and rip them out the Target. Don't do that. It's all fun and games till we end up in the emergency room. Please Listen, stop. It's just something, and I don't even have kids, but my auntie det detectors be like, let's not. Let's not, and say we did. Like, And also, like, I just, I don't, now, this is me and my, I don't want to spoil nobody fun. I'm not trying to come off as, like, Debbie Downer. Because I am never the one to be like, the kids need to stop doing, the bar is not even that hard. Like, I don't, it's not, I don't understand why this is inspiring. Like, ooh, we need to do this. 
And now, granted, I am over y'all making whole productions for y'all proms. I, I, I'm so sorry to my kids. We're not doing all this. Oh, I actually feel the opposite. If you want that, and I, we can do it. If we have the money to do it, like if we have a hell of, hell of a lot of disposable income, sure. But I want us to put some things in perspective. LeBron James didn't even do this for his kids going to prom. But some people are just, you know, some people are just extra. They celebrate. If it's nice outside, they're going to grill and go invite everybody. That's true. There's some people who just, this is their day-to-day life. And I think if you want to celebrate your kids like that, particularly because this is like their first time really getting dressed up, putting on makeup. We, none of, most of us will not get a red carpet experience, right? Because that that's true. how our lives are. If you can give your kid this one time to feel really special, to feel like a celebrity, to give them like the red carpet treatment, and you can do that why not and that's my thing don't go outside of your means to do it yeah i mean even if you do girl that's your money ain't got nothing to do with me i think i'm somewhere in between just don't make sure that don't dig into your college fund like i'm somewhere in the middle here with this like i think that i am in support of like doing something and we can be a little bit extra but a lot of it is too much for me like it's entirely too much um I feel like, I don't know. I feel like too much is relative. I feel like a lot of people do what people might think is too much. And, and for me, too much would be you're inconveniencing your neighbors or you're inconveniencing or you're inconveniencing people who are around you, right? For example, I care more. I dis, I dislike gender reveals more than I dislike big prom things. Agreed. I think about, to, to me, I'm always like, what is the, what are, what are the, and not to get too into the nitty gritty of it like I think that there are sometimes like social implications so another girl that I saw was one where she reposted everybody saying like y'all better not be wearing prom dresses from Shein I better not see no Shein prom dresses da 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 she's like I don't got it like that so she bought a Shein prom dress jazzed it up and went yeah right. and it was great and she was probably one of the best prom looks I've seen um, and so I think sometimes the fanfare of it can put a pressure on the students who don't have or yeah. the students who don't want to. Like some people really want to be a little bit more simple for prom. And I can yeah. see in some instances, not all, I don't think people need to police everything that they do. But in some instances, I think the the over the topness can make it not fun for other kids because if me and my mom only have money for me to get my dress and take pictures on my stoop and my neighbor who goes to school lives across the street from me and their parents have a Benz, a red carpet, a photo backdrop, all of that, like what does that do for my prom experience? Right. So that is why I don't right. enjoy the fanfare. Yeah. Um, and I think I think it depends on also like what you're doing. Like I seen a video where it was like the the kids stayed overnight like the couple stayed overnight in a hotel by themselves oh, no. and it was giving very much like wedding like, like wedding like intro video type of thing and i'm like these are chill like i think some people and again i don't live in their house but like some people you are missing the fact that they are kids <laughs> i was listening to who the read today and they made a very good point and it was like these kids have been through a lot yeah. With the pandemic, a lot of seeing a lot of like school mass shootings 
just being a teenager in the year of 2023 in general it's like difficult. These, these kids have been through a lot and so if their parents want to throw them a big to do for prom let them i mean they're kids let them have their big to do for prom for me i have just not the past few years i just feel like sometimes the dresses can be just a little bit grown like yeah. you're like your joke should not be all see-through and then you just have some kind of like glitter pasties i would be like what school do y'all go to because my school we was not gonna be able to walk in with something like that and i get into the prom with that but and then like hotel rooms oh my mom was like absolutely absolutely not. not i actually got in trouble because our our boyfriends uh accidentally like we all fell asleep basically we got in a lot of trouble even like for a lot of times, like some of the videos and stuff like that, I don't mind any of that, but kind of to your point, Asha, so I think we're saying the same thing. Like when it becomes, it's the same thing that we talk about for like weddings, for baby showers, for everything. When it come, when it becomes about impressing other people right. and like one upping other people, which at least for what I have come across on social media a lot i just don't think it's a good thing i think it creates like very odd dynamics among kids especially among young black girls where it's like you're this is the age where we should start stripping away the conditioning of like y'all don't have to compete with each other and this mm -hmm. becomes another opportunity for everybody to compete um and i think it's a way for them a lot of times again my impression i feel like a lot of moms are living vicariously through yeah their daughter. I agree. I, I don't like that at all. I agree. And it'd be the mom who does, you know, she just showed out all this and it's got this poster and this, that, and the third and da 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 da. And it's like, this is not necessary. Like sometimes you could just go to the prom. Right. And like, I feel the same way. Like, I keep, I, my thing is always keep the same energy for the other things that come. Yes. If your kid is going to college, keep that same energy for to for, to finance that thing. That yes. Like you spent two thousand dollars on prom, you need to be spending it two thousand dollars two thousand dollars on the tuition, oh, the books, whatever. Like, parents who do that, on. they do all of it. You know, like there's parents who like they have like they had like the biggest sweet sixteen, and then they had like the biggest. I'm not saying those graduate. people don't exist, but there's a lot of people who are doing the other as well. It is a Especially, I know a lot of the people that I grew up with, unfortunately, their parents would throw events for their kids to put on for their friends. Same situation like we talked about with the baby showers. Y'all have baby showers for the mom and the baby to invite your friends and get drunk, right. which is fine, but let's stop calling it for this people or for this event when it's not. Right. Um, and I ain't gonna lose no sleep over it, so do whatever you want. Yeah, you, 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 problem, but if you're asking my two cents, there it go. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like, you know what, if that's, if y'all got it to do it, that's beautiful that you celebrate your kids, particularly, again, they won't have that many times to get this dressed up and go to a party. That's true. It's a very fine line when it comes to yeah. this, it, for me. It's like threading least. a needle, I agree. Like, there's a, there's a middle ground there, and I feel like some of y'all are just jumping the shark, and we could just do just to taste less. Now, I'm now I am not saying that when it comes to the fashion, and that's why I think we can pivot to just really quickly talking about Candice or whatever the hell Asha called her. <laughs> Candiace, cuz there's an I in Candice, which I guess maybe my brain was eliminated it when I was watching right. I'm sure it is. I'm like, how 
I, how have I missed this? Yep, um, I never missed it. Why? Why do you? Why is your name Candace and you have an I in your name? Um, but Candace definitely did make some salacious comments, particularly about like the appearances, the looks, um, and the fashions of particularly young black men and women who are going to prom. Essentially saying everybody looked tacky, they're way too grown. It's too this, it's too that. Da 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 da. Um, it was met with a lot of agreement, but also a lot of backlash. Um, I for one don't mind the shift to Met Gala that prom has taken. Right. Um, I do enjoy it. I think the fashion is fun. Um, my critique is always of the fanfare that surrounds it. Um, but the looks and fashion stuff, minus things where I'm just like, I don't think anybody should be really wearing this anywhere. Like I hate when they do it on the red carpet too. Um, it's been fine. I didn't even see any of that this year. I was gonna say this year in comparison to previous years honestly was pretty tame there was one year where everybody like you just said was wearing nipple tassels yeah and sheer see-through rhinestones and like, i was just like for the prom for prom yeah i was like hang cool. out in the high school gym that's yeah, right. or, or right. at like at the country yeah. club right. yeah. wearing. for us it was uh martin's crosswinds yeah to pg county schools martin's crosswinds but like you know, I, I again, that's my only thing is like there are some cute dresses that you can still be very you know that girl in for prom. Yes. So show off your you know your little curves, whatever. A little sex appeal, whatever. You, you don't have to do the high slit up to the freaking V line and your nipples out. You're still a child. And again, but and and I'm saying I'm not saying this to slut shame any kid, anyone's any seventeen year old girl in a year or two. Do what you want to do, girl. We will give you tips. You know, live. I hope you shop for them. The, the, the higher the skirt, the closer to God. But at 17, just like, just be a kid right now and just be 17. Wear a cute dress. What a slit. I had a slit too. Wear a slit. Wear something no. cute but appropriate. You have all the time to be an adult and it is ghetto as hell, so don't rush it. Even sometimes, you know, like, I think somebody did they prom and the young man had on a suit jacket and like nothing else but then like LeBron his son. Yeah, no, no not, not his but I didn't like that either but um, put on a shirt put on a shirt no but there was another one where he had like essentially like his nipples was out and it was just like an open suit jacket buttoned at the bottom and then his you know taco meat and his chest and i was like this is not appropriate so it wasn't even like a gender yeah no it's it's also like the men would know you're trying to show your little your little chest your little chicken chest put it away put a shirt on your man time and a place for everything if we're gonna keep it a stack you're a child and Mm -hmm. you putting sexually explicit images videos whatever else on the internet walking around on the street and things like that Yes, you are almost an adult, but we're we're walking on a line that I just don't think we have to. And right. I think we can leave Agreed. it right there. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Um, that is gonna be it for a very somber, serious note to end with trending one. I don't know what happened. It was good. It was like you we're, know. It was going good and then it was like serious auntie mode. More you, <laughs> auntie mode activate. Um, so we'll put a pin in it right there. We'll take a quick break and be back with something you need to hear.
What is up, you guys? Thank you so much for listening to Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back into the episode. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and following us on social media at The Bougie Black Girls on TikTok and on Instagram. You can also check out bougieblackgirls.com for articles, updates, and some info on some other soon-to-come produced projects by The Bougie Black Girls. Let's get back into the episode. everybody so we are back we're delirious it's basically 11 o'clock at night and we're whatever um we're back with something y'all need to hear uh and as the weather warms up um you get the sudden urge for a cold drink on a yacht while your ass shakes in a in a bikini um so we're talking about travel however that looks for you whatever that looks like we're talking about travel um yeah so we're going to talk about from like booking looking for flights looking for hotels to packing to actually being on the trip to like yeah so we're going to go through the steps of travel so first let's talk about finding finding the place finding where you are what are our tips for finding where you are first of all i would say you definitely need to work with a budget be very realistic with your budget Mm -hmm. You would be surprised that how many great places fit within your budget, but you have to set your budget and be very strict about your budget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I, that's fair. But be realistic on both ends. Don't be don't be trying to, you know, these like these girls on TikTok and be getting like, you know, the fifty million dollar rental or whatever. But at the same time, I cannot be, I cannot go on vacation with somebody who says, oh, we're only going to sleep there. Hell no. Never go on a trip with me. Never. If you know me, I am very, very particular about where I lay my head anywhere. It can be for one night. I'm for with you. I'm one right week. there with you. I am not going to lay my head just anywhere. I don't care. I don't care. If I don't have the money for it, I'm not going. I'm not laying my head just anywhere. It got to be cute. It gotta be clean. It does. Gotta have good reviews. Yeah. And I think Read reviews going into that is the timeline of how you plan your trip because that I also agree. affects the cost. Like, yes. don't be trying to go somewhere in like out of the country in August and it's May and you just now trying to look like, into uh, it. Like, yeah. the, plan ahead, get your money together. Most airlines mm-hmm. take Klarna or some sort of something. Mm-hmm. Look, figure it out. It's a make way to plan. do it. Like, have a plan. Yeah. I'm big on everything that you just said, especially about location. Y'all know I hate, hate, hate with every fiber of my being Airbnbs. I hate Airbnbs. And the only thing I hate more than Airbnbs are hostels. I do not shout out to everybody who can do it. It's just not for me. And, and that's to me because vacation for me is about the full totality of the experience. And a yep. part of that for me... But for Dana, um, for me, I'm speaking for myself. I'm not snubbing my nose to anybody who does a BNB or a hostel. But for me, I like all of the the comfort and the amenities that come with a hotel. I like for somebody to come and clean the space. If we get a BNB with the kitchen, we can cook. 
I'm on vacation. I'm on vacation. I eat your spaghetti any other day of the week, Cole. I don't want your spaghetti now. What? Unless one of you hoes is a chef, like a legit chef, and I don't see you on a regular, you're not cooking me anything while we're on vacation. It's not happening. You are a chef. I'm going to eat your shit back where you live. Right. (laughs) I want this shit here. I want it. Why you ain't cook while we was at home? I don't want your American chef. I want, you know, the Thailand chef. Okay. And that's Airbnbs in a different country. What is wrong with you? It's a different ball game when you don't speak the language. It's just a different ball game. Yes. Mm -hmm. You're just dealing with a whole separate set of situations. You can overhear someone talking English and kind of know what the plan's going to be. Somebody else's language, you don't know what the fuck they're about to do. I know people who've done B&Bs in Miami and gotten a notification from Airbnb like, get the fuck up out of this bitch. We didn't got an alert that this is a location for sex trafficking. So with that being said... And that's in the U.S. of A. Okay. Well, now, Miami is a little bit different from every, everywhere else, but still. Right, the air is different in Miami. But, you know... Now, now, I'm not saying nothing could pop off at the Hilton or the Marriott, but I know it's an HR line I could call. <laughs> right, and, I know and with the security is, cameras, there are just certain things. There's just that certain, I know. there's just certain things that even something happens to you, there's a paper trail okay. and a camera and and branches that will try to rectify and get you back home. Airbnb, they're gonna try, but it's like a they gonna call on the host, and then if his the phone number disconnected, you should have luck. You oh. are s o fucking l. Just not God. So yeah. yeah, and I will say this, and Dana brings up a good point. It's um, you got to figure out what your vacation parameters are, mm-hmm. and then people who share your vacation parameters. Correct. If you are a very adventurous person when it comes to the experience, here's things. I'm adventurous to a certain point. I like a structured adventure don't try to don't plan something with your thing in mind knowing that your friends made like something different particularly if it's like a little more elevated mm-hmm. and that brings me to my next point know who you going on the trip with who like if you are somebody who is like itinerary focused and your friends are not or vice versa this is not those not the people you should probably go with like if you know you want to be out the bed by 6 a.m. going on a hike and doing all that, like, and your friends just want to relax, literally, like, maybe we should think about who we're going with. Because that is Mine, one way to come back from a trip, talk about never again. Yeah. Like, Mine is always the speed at which we get ready and punctuality. Yeah. Um, now, I do think there was a point in my life where I was probably a little bit too rigid. But, however, I also feel like I was traveling with a lot of people who have no perception of the concept of time. I feel like this is um, very shady, but I'm a little <laughs> I'm not even actually, I'm really not even talking about you. Actually. I know you're not. I know you're um, not talking about me, but I know who your people that you're talking about. I, I I mean, I know some of them are listening to the podcast. You know, my line sisters love y'all down, like to the ground, but y'all are some of the slowest motherfuckers on this earth. And that's okay. Um, but I'm but like, truth be told, I'm not even talking about y'all right now, but like, yeah. I have well, traveled we've, with, we've learned to like, particularly with the ones that we travel with the most, we've also learned if I say two o'clock, 
What I really mean is three. Three. But I'm not telling you it's three o'clock. Correct. I'm telling you it's two so that you're ready by like 2.30, 2.45. So I can call the Uber and we can be there on time. And again, that was, I don't, when I think, I, I truly was not even talking about y'all in that situation. But since you brought up our line sisters, yes, we've learned each other. I think we can travel together with the, with the group that we travel with the most, but everybody's kind of got to adjust a little bit. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But I've traveled with people outside of that group who are literally like, if we've got tickets for an event and not like, not reservations, not like we want to get here, ladies free before 11, we have ticketed, this shit starts, and especially for me, it's when it comes to shows mm-hmm. and concerts. Right. If the show start at 8 I need to be in my seat with a snack and a beverage by 7.30, bar none. And so I've just traveled with people before, um, specifically some just like, who just don't have that perception that think like the world stops for them. Um, And so like, those are the people where it's like, you have to, people have to have different, you have to understand who you're traveling with and their philosophy on certain things when it comes to parties when it comes to what's a good time to go mm-hmm. out for nightlife what's too early what's too late i like to be out by 11 30. i know a lot of people who be like the party don't start till one and i'll be like the party is over if i sit, here, if I sit here long enough we ain't going, going to the party ain't going going to the party. yeah yeah so we need to get there 11 30 i start getting real comfortable wherever i am right and if we have taken a shot or two or pre-gamed and I'm sitting for a long time. Go here babes. without me, y'all. <laughs> y'all have fun. And have you guys have to have, like, if not the same temperaments, very, very similar temperaments, or you have to be able, and I just feel like this is, this is anybody, unless it is your birthday, for me, do not make yourself the center of attention on yes. vacation. If it's your birthday... And we're on. We're here for you or your graduation. If we are, we if we are on a trip for you, yes, for you. That's the time that you can be all the. Now, don't take it too far now, because I will never want to do another one of your trips. Yeah. Yes, but, yeah, but you can set true. the pace. But you, can, but you can set the pace. You can set the time. Do you want to relax this day? Cool, it's your birthday. Do you want to mm-hmm. turn up this day? Cool, it's your birthday. What restaurant do you want to go to? Cool, it's your birthday. Like you know what I'm saying. You set the pace, you set the itinerary, or if you're like, hey, y'all just want to chill, like, oh, birthday girl is a little hungover, so let's slow down the pace that day. Right. That's what I mean. But if it's not your birthday, or this trip is not about you, and you want to make yourself the center of attention, that is the fastest way to make me never want to go with you ever anywhere again. ever again, because mm-hmm. that shit is annoying. Like, that shit is annoying. And also, if you're too, if you are like, we all have our drunk days, particularly on vacation. Just don't do some shit that we can't come back from. Thanks. That yes. is, yeah. And if you're going with a group of, if you're going with a group, period, you have to, this kind of like ties into another point, but I think it's related to this one. So, sorry, my brain is losing me. I agree down, like re-fucking-tweet on everything that Asha just said. If it's not your birthday, please do not be the girl who's like, I'm ready to go at 12 when we just got to the club at 11. Even if that's your pacing, 
when you're with a group, sometimes you just have to eat it. Like, and I typically tend to be the person who I'm, I'm normally ready to go pretty early. Like if it's, if we're going on Dana's time, I like to leave pre-let out. I don't want to be here when shit pops off. Like I'm that girl. Or as soon as one person starts to scuffle, let's go. Right. <laughs> Niggas is fighting. Let's go. Shooting is soon to follow. Let's go. Um, but I understand that's not everybody's temperament. So when you're out with a group, as long as your safety is not in danger, sometimes you just have to to stomach that. Sometimes you got to sit through finito two or three more times before you can walk out the door. Yeah. Um, so yes to that. And then the other part of it was... God, my brain is really failing me today. Um, oh, yes. When it comes to drinking, if you're with a group, you have to pick your drunk day. Y'all need to plan yes, yeah. your drunk days. Yes. And so if you drunk, if Asha gets drunk on Friday, that means Jelena gets drunk, drunk on Saturday and I can get drunk on Sunday and we got to rotate and it's level. Right. You're going drunk a drunk b drunk c yeah. and so whoever gets a drunk is the most drunk b drunk tipsy c drunk a drink but you're primarily sober you're the chaperone basically right. yes time. everyone gotta... gets a night to be the chaperone everyone gets a night to be yep. the one that's babysat everyone gets a night to where they're kind of just on a mid-level you know what i'm saying Everybody... i hate being primary drunk mom that's why i yes. stopped traveling with a lot of people when yes. i travel with you and i always have to be your drunk mom every time and you can't come no more. And that's for me. I feel like either, you know me, it's either complete opposite. <laughs> but, for, but like, I have those a few times, particularly like birthdays, things like that, because it's my birthday. Mm-hmm. And a few other times after that. But for, for the most part, like when it comes to group, I'm just very cognizant of people's like surroundings and their safety. Mm-hmm. And so I feel very bad if I'm that person and I did not want to be that person that night. Yeah. Um, and it's very rare, but it happens sometimes. And they're like, girl, you're fine. I'm like, but still, uh they're like girl you're fine you're like you didn't even do that much um but for me you got two mm-hmm. times to put us in a dangerous situation off of you being drunk what i feel is dangerous for me yeah. to be like mm-hmm. particularly if we are not in our area to where we know people in that area i know the surrounding areas i know how to get to certain places yeah you know you got like you got uh, two times with me I'm, I'm gonna give you grace like the first and second time the third time I'm like, yeah, no, no, yeah. Especially if you're an angry drunk. I think, thank the Lord, I do knock on wood. I don't think I really have none of those friends, Mm -hmm. but I've been, I I used to have one of those friends. I have had uh, friends of friends be the angry drunk, and it's really, really awkward for everybody involved, particularly when you're on vacation, so it's just y'all. You have nowhere to go. You have nowhere to just be by yourself for a long period of time to kind of get away from that person so you have to just be in their space you know i'm i'm not the bitch that's gonna be drinking at 8 a, the 8 a.m i'm so sorry i need a, i need a minute i need water i need water i need some grits on my stomach right. give me a second Y'all know get i'm the, the one away from me let's go to the grass station and get some water <laughs> You know, that's the first thing we get. Okay. Water. And that's why we have all been able to travel together and have maintained friendships. We, soon as we hit the hotel, the location, let's go get some water and some Gatorade. Yeah. That's the first thing. Oh my gosh. That's why you should have came to Houston. They were like, oh, you already got water. I got water. I have uh, painkillers. I have. I come prepared. I'm prepared for anything. I I, I sure did walk to the store and buy us some waters. I sure did 
because we're gonna need them and some Gatorade. Yo. Drink up, please. And as soon before we walk out this door, everybody needs a glass. Yes. Now yep. that is when I will be Debbie Downer. You go and drink some of this you fucking water before some we water walk before out the door. And you pissy ass bitches are gonna pee. Yes. So, oh my gosh. You need yes. Before we leave to drink some water, do Y'all it. Y'all bitches got the bladders of fucking baby birds trying to hold doors so you can go in the alley or go no, go while we're here. Even if you don't think you gotta go, we're taking go. one bathroom trip when we get to this venue. And don't let it be the tub. It's gonna be a line. It's gonna be nasty. Oh my god! Exactly. And then I gotta break into the men's room for you. Right. Stand in security outside the door, talking about uh 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 uh. Yeah, I know we in here. All right. Talking to some random people. niggas. Hey y'all. My friend is in there. Please. Before don't. you whip your penises out for this journal, <laughs> my homegirl is peeing in this stall. And so I just can you wait a second? Can you please yeah. wait? That's too funny. But so yeah, that's picking your group. So we we've uh let's see, we've picked we've the we, we picked the budget and again, ooh. Mm, mm, I, I, mm, mm. I know what you're gonna say, and I think that can be its own thing. So it is its own thing. Okay. So you've picked the group. Now it's time to pick the budget. This goes into what I said earlier. Hmm. Don't be cheap. Don't be cheap. <laughs> Just leave it at that. Like don't even <laughs> say nothing else. Don't be cheap. Don't be cheap. With the hotel, would you? If you don't have it, maybe you do more of a staycation, and that is perfectly fine. That's okay. And when I when you say you don't have it, that goes for ev- everything in my book. Everything. everything that can go for your flight, your hotel. If you don't got money to to split Ubers amongst the group, if you don't have money to go out to eat, mm-hmm. this might not be the trip for you. It's not your trip. Because if there is one thing I hate is when it, the Uber come and everybody is suddenly Stevie Wonder and Helen Keller. Like, right. what do when you mean? Catch. And everyone has amnesia. Like, oh, oh, you paid for the last seven Ubers? I did not know that. Yes. Well, I was the only one who fucking called them. So, yes. Or the person be like, who's calling the Uber? And you ain't called oh, not the one. whole trip. That shit eats me. You, you are calling the Uber. Up. You are calling oh, the Uber. Oh, my gosh. I would not speak to you for some time over that. Yeah. <laughs> my thing is, in, in the way that this these phones now work, I have a history of what my Ubers look like. If my Uber, if I have five Ubers in the past two days and you have zero and you have not cashed and I don't see no cash app um, thing from you, right. no Apple Pay from you, no Zelle notification from you, then we have a problem, Houston. We have a serious problem. You're trying to vacation on your friend's dime. I don't, I don't want to hear. We don't have to do that. We don't have the da da da. If we want to go to the to the restaurant and and get stuff like that, I'm not saying that you have to like try to empty out your friends' pockets. But just don't be cheap. Yeah, and my thing is always like, thankfully, I have really good friends when I travel. Where like I'm this way, and for the most part, they're this way. If it's an Uber, if it's a round of drinks, if it's McDonald's, you know, little stuff throughout the trip. Right. We're very much like at least one or like just if circumstances permit, we've been, you know, <laughs> with my friends, I think this term is relative because we tend to spend money like drug dealers. But if we've been frugal that day, <laughs> then we'd be like, I got the first Uber, y'all. I got the first round is on right. me, etc. But it's when things pile up and people tend to expect that from you where it becomes disrespectful. Like, thankfully, my friends, my mom, sisters, my family as well, like, are pretty good with it. But I've absolutely been out with people who are just like, 
running up on other people's tabs. Yes, and it's so. and it's not considerate, and you just will not get invited to the next. No, it's really that simple. So sorry, it's that simple. So yeah, just don't be. And even if you do a staycation by just or not staycation, I'm sorry. If you do a solo trip, whatever, um, just be just don't be cheap because you just never, you never know what's gonna yeah. happen. You, you never know what's gonna prepared. happen. Yeah, and when we say. We said we when we say don't be cheap, that doesn't mean that you have to. We're saying like you gotta buy the newest luggage or have like the five star hotel. But we're saying is prioritize your comfort and your safety. And if you are compromising your comfort and your safety for budget, then you may need to overthink your trip. Yeah, and I'm gonna say that that includes getting flued out. Don't just be letting these people send you somewhere and you don't have no nothing set up to get home. Or to have right. your own hotel and like, don't be done. Come on. If yeah, a nigga no. fly you out, you need to have five to six hundred dollars in your bank account to book an emergency flight back yes. home. And somebody, and somebody who very much was confident in the fact that I was going to be home with the same person that I came with when I went to Paris, I still had emergency money for myself just, just in, case. in case. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. I need this money. I, I, you just, you need to have it. It just, it is what it is. I, I don't know. It's tempting to go on the trip and think that everything's going to be on okay. And God willing, it is. And we hope mm-hmm. that it is. But you just honestly never know. And you never want to be in a very compromising spot to where you don't know what's going to happen. That's it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, yes, folks, have a great time on vacation this year. Have so much fun. That's the most important part. Have fun. Even if it's a staycation. We didn't talk about many staycations. But just even if you're like, oh, well, I don't have, I'm not going to take off of work because I don't have the money to. Girl, take off of work and just go stay in the house, take a nap, you know, clean, dance, go to your local bar, go to a restaurant that that you've always wanted to try. You know, go do some kind of activity that you like. If you have a Top Golf in your area, go to Top Golf. If you have a winery in your area, go to the winery. Like just because you're not going on a plane, does not mean that you do not deserve a vacation. Right. I agree. Yeah. Let's, Stay let's, home. Yeah. You know, if you need to, but you know, there's nothing wrong with booking a hotel room at the hotel up the street and and doing your thing. Yeah, for real. If the the nice area in your where you live if it's a place that like people go to vacation where you live or they kind of like where the social spot is stay there for a night and have fun um but what i'm saying is take the vacation time Mm -hmm. just because you're not going on a plane or going on a road trip and also yeah like road trip with some friends if you can't do the flight and everything like that road trip or again staycations but just take the time off to decompress and do something fun for yourself and not have to think about work in the morning yeah, I th- I agree. There's there's plenty for us to do and, and have a good time. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, yeah. well, I think that's gonna wrap us up for something you need to hear. Like Asha said, everybody enjoy yourselves and stay safe on yes. vacation. We will take one more quick break and be back with our question for this episode. Like, 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 like
what is up y'all thank you so much for listening to this episode of black girl roundtable we're gonna get right back to it but before we do please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you are streaming so you never miss an update and it helps us out to make more episodes just like this one let's get back into it Right, we are back with our last segment, Ask Black Girl Roundtable. As always, if you have a question, a funny story, whatever it may be, you can email us at askbgr at thebougieblackgirls.com. So in great tradition, we are going to keep it up with an Am I the Asshole? And because it is wedding season, that is our theme this week. Are you guys ready? Mm, Yes. All right, so it says, am I the asshole for telling people not to eat the food at my sister's wedding? My husband and I were married eight months ago. We had a big wedding with lots of food and drinks and people. I knew we would likely have leftovers, so I had arranged for them to be donated to the soup kitchen we we sometimes work with. However, my mom went behind my back and took most of it with her. I didn't really know what happened to the food until now my sister Callie got married over <laughs> go stop your faces my sister Callie got married over the long weekend she did and this is recently and I mean this this happened recently like this past long weekend just so we know uh, my sister Callie got married over the long weekend she didn't want to mess with mess with any of the planning and knowing how my mom was during my wedding decided to let our mom take over the whole thing All we had to do was show up where we were told and party. The ceremony was beautiful, but it was when the buffet was revealed that I noticed something odd. The food looked eerily familiar, like identical to what I had from my wedding, except for a little more dried out and sad. I found an opening and went to ask my mom about it, where she happily told me she saved a fortune. By unfreezing the food from my wedding to serve to the guests now. I was horrified and immediately voiced my concerns about safety. She got upset and said I was acting like a snob and she'd be happy the food wasn't going to waste. I argued that it was never going to be wasted, but she wouldn't hear it. I didn't want to make a scene, but was worried about people getting sick. So I snuck off to see my sister. She was horribly embarrassed, mentioned that mom said something about saving money, but didn't question it because she didn't want to foot the bill like I had. She told me not to eat the food and thanked me for the warning. From there, my husband and I discreetly started telling some guests to be weary of the food and the rest of the night was fine. My mom caught some flack for being cheap, but I've also been catching heat. Some of our relatives have been saying that I intentionally made my family look bad and that the food would, was fine as it was frozen and then defrosted for the wedding. They say no one would have known if I didn't make a stink over it. I don't know if I had if I did anything wrong. Could I use I could use some help and would like to know if I should apologize. And hold on, there's some edits. So edit, I'm getting a lot of repeat questions, so I figured I'd post here. So one, my wedding had about 200 guests. My husband has a large family and we intentionally planned for more people to come and knew that a lot wouldn't for one reason or another. So I knew we'd likely have leftovers and wanted to be smart about it. Two, my sister and her husband have been together for about 10 years. They recently decided to get married for tax reasons and wanted to do a courthouse wedding. But my mom begged her 
to let her do an event. So she had a small wedding with only 50 people. My sister hates planning and people. So she let my mom do everything. And three, have y'all heard of garage freezers? They're super common where I'm from. So again, is my good sis the asshole for not serving eight-month-old leftovers? You saved so many lives. Not only are you an asshole. You're a hero. You're a hero. Yes. Because I'm telling you, if I was one of them guests, I would have cussed your mom out. If I was your sister, I'm sorry. If I was your sister, I would have laid into my mom so, so bad. bad. I didn't even want a fucking wedding. We was finna go to Justice of the Peace and then go to TGI Fridays. <laughs> right. That was the original plan. You wanted this wedding. So I said, you know what, mom? You're my mom. I will give you the wedding that you want for me. Fine. And so because you are so cheap, you took my sister. First of all, the fact that you took my sister's leftovers is already insulting. But two, then you froze them and then reheated them. You oh! you were planning this from the jump because the sister already had plans for her leftovers. She intentionally right. had more food to do what she wanted to do. You took the food without telling her. So you stole it. You, you stole, stole the food I paid for. I just... <laughs> Did the I have so many questions. (laughs) Like, did the sister know that she was gonna have her wedding when the girl had her first wedding? It seems like she did. So it seems like they had already announced their engagement or whatever when the original sister. So their their weddings are only eight months apart. So you saw this food at my wedding. Yes. Thought to yourself, I could use this for I could do with this food. I could freeze it. And use it for that's crazy. But mind you, again, the other sister didn't even want a wedding, so it wasn't even like, oh, we're trying to save money for her wedding. It was, I want to throw an event. Event. So So, I'm gonna take this food (laughs) and put it in my garage deep freezer, so that when I convince my kid to have said event, I can look like I really did something by having this elaborate spread. As if no one is going to remember from eight months ago that it was a bomb-ass lasagna on the table. Your mother needs to be in jail. True. That's attempted murder in my head. And y'all could have really got, like, no funny shit. Like, y'all could have really got in trouble for that. And to have, like, a food... (laughs) To have a food poisoning outbreak at the wedding that I didn't want would truly be my 13th reason. No, for real. That would make me never talk to you again. That would make me never. I. Hmm, yeah. No. If you and your sister want to just not talk to your mom for a smooth few months until she understands what she did was wrong. All of your family. And it sounds like, honestly, and I also am wondering, like, how you all grew up as kids. It sounds like your mom, like, was trying to be always trying to do some extra shit, but trying to be cheap with it. And it always just back fired so i'm just also wondering like your childhood how was that because that to me is nasty but i feel like she's so okay with it that that's probably not her first time doing something at that caliber of gross so um one i'm like mother i'm never eating at your place ever again truth um 
because I don't know how long your food has been. I don't even like when the frozen broccoli sit in my freezer for too right? long. I'll be like, oh, this got to go in the trash. It's been in here too long. I read expiration dates for frozen food. And if Same. it's bad, then if, if the expiration date is long gone. And I also am somebody, and this is coming from, I think we all share this. I hate food waste. I hate, I hate food waste. Oh, I hate food waste. Growing up in the household that I grew up in, there's nothing that eats me up more when people throw away perfectly good food for no reason. So I get that, but there's a there's an, a middle ground here that your mother is not on at all. I think my biggest question is how y'all didn't see the mom take all this stuff out? This is what I'm saying. Like, y'all didn't see her with the 72 containers of Tupperware. Somebody saw something. It just didn't Somebody say anything. Saw something. And just didn't say anything. But that's my thing is y'all need to let that, stop letting that lady walk all over you just to keep the peace. She almost killed your dad, your 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 husband's side of the family. Facts. She almost killed 50 people, right? Then including herself. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure she ate the plate. Oh, so. she was eating and then the people talking about, oh, it's not that bad. We wouldn't have known. How old are you? Because your sure taste buds must be gone. Yeah. He has a stomach of steel. Because I, I immediately will know if something has been sitting in the freezer for eight months. Yes. And I'm just like, what were the entrees? Like, what did she freeze? Right. Because if it's a roasted chicken, I'm not eating. She said it looked dry. I'm not mm-hmm. eating that shit, even if it was fresh and it looked dry. That, that shit had cheese, don't you goddamn dare. Any kind Get of dairy? away. Anything don't. with a sauce, I'm good. Oh, nothing. Gag. I can feel nothing. it in my no so that is truly like the one of the craziest stories i've ever heard so you are not the asshole yeah and you need to y'all need to stage an intervention for your mother mm-hmm. what you got next <laughs> i just wish that like i could show these people your faces because that was the funniest thing i have ever seen i knew when you said it, i said absolutely the fuck not oh, right. you just thought i misheard you like, no no i knew all, i knew all, i said this whole fucking served that other thing. <laughs> i said this old bitch really served them eight month old food how the fuck dare she as soon as you said Hmm, the food's familiar. I said, no, the fuck. No, she <laughs> Did she call? The, and I'm like, she had to have called the same caterer. She must know somebody. She done took this food home and studied it. No. Ain't no way that she froze this food. Mm-hmm. And was like, do ting, here you go. She put that on the microwave and said, beep, beep, beep. Put that over there. <laughs> All of this can go in the oven at three. 50. That should work. No. I would rather you order from Papa John's. Right. Take about what's at, what's at the reception? Taco no. Bell. All right. Fine. I know you order from fucking, I don't fucking know, from Popeyes and just have every all the shit laid out. This is an Olive Garden catered wedding. I'm with it. Sure. I'll take Fine. I'll take it over the eight month old whatever the chicken. fuck court on blue right and with the right plate, the eight month old chicken scampi on the table i'm good now to to keep it a, a hundred a stack of thou a billy wow a lot of y'all wedding food be a little bland anyway Facts. so with some creative plating i wouldn't have said shit about an olive garden catered wedding I, you wouldn't have i wouldn't have been surprised oh gosh so the next one is, am I the asshole for unleashing chaos at my sister's wedding? And granted, my personal opinion, I feel really bad for this person. So buckle up, children. I'm scared. Oh, it's, no, it's like, ugh. All right. 
So it says, hey folks, strap in because I have a wild, a wild tale to share. So my sister's wedding was last weekend and let's just say things didn't go exactly as planned. Now before you pass judgment, let me explain the chaos that unfolded and ask you all, am I the asshole? Okay, so picture this. A picturesque outdoor venue, an elegant ceremony, and a lovely reception. Everything was going smoothly until it was time for the speeches. As the maid of honor, I had prepared a heartfelt emotional speech for my sister and her new husband. But here's where things took an unexpected turn. Earlier in the day, I had indulged in some particularly spicy street food, completely oblivious to the impending disaster it would unleash. No. As I stood at the podium ready to deliver my speech, my stomach grumbled ominously. My options were limited. Flee and risk risk missing the entire moment or attempt to power through and hope for the best. Well, I went for it. But halfway through my tear-jerking speech, disaster struck. The spicy food decided it had had enough. And I let out an explosive fart that echoed throughout the entire venue. The room fell silent and all eyes turned to me, frozen in utter disbelief. You could <laughs> you could have heard a pin drop. I gotta read it. <laughs> now... I know this might sound like a typical slapstick comedy scene, but trust me, it gets worse. Mm-mm, Mortified no. beyond belief, my face flushed red and I instinctively blurted out, who brought their pet elephant? Cue the awkward laughter, nervous cough, <laughs> some outright disgusted faces. After what felt like an eternity, my sister burst into tears and stormed out of the venue, followed closely by her husband. oh my god all right the wedding once filled with joy and celebration had transformed into a chaotic mess guests were divided some stifling laughter while others looked on in horror fast forward to today and my sister is giving me the silent treatment i can't help but feel responsible for ruining her special day on one hand it was an accident and i never intended for things to go so wrong on the other hand, I could have excused myself and prevented this embarrassing catastrophe. So, Reddit, I turn to you. Am I the asshole for letting out a massive fart that derailed my sister's wedding and shattered the atmosphere? Or was it an uncontrollable accident that should be forgiven? Help me out. I desperately need your judgment. Let me tell you something. How my... <laughs> There's so many calls the cops on me because I'm laughing so hard. It's y'all's. Oh, oh my god. When I tell you, I would have made the situation so much worse. The shouts that I was laying out. I, I, I would have been on the floor dying. Oh, I would have made the situation so much worse. She would have been more embarrassed, not for ruining my wedding, but because I would never let you live that down. Some shit like that. First of all, me as a bride, if I heard that shit, I'm more mad that my makeup has been running because I will be in tears. Damn, come on! I will be in tears laughing and knowing like my partner, that kind of shit makes him laugh too. So we both be in there just like, like the whole 
whole bridal party, all the groomsmen on the floor dying. Like, like I'm telling you, like stomach hunched over tears. Like I have a headache right now because I just laughed so freaking hard. I my stomach hurts. <laughs> no, my stomach actually hurts, and that's why I've been so quiet. I've been like yeah. wheezing. <laughs> like, I was trying to like um you and make a comment and could not. <laughs> I, I'm trying to read it, but I can hear y'all laughing. So it's making it worse. The visual that you get with that, like the scene that it's she said the scene. And you know, it was funny when she farted. Now what I will say <laughs> made it worse because I might have been able to hold in my laugh. If you farted, but I would have talked about you down. But if you would have made that comment, why say that? Why would you say that? This made it ten times worse. Bitch, why would you say that? Oh my god! Oh my stomach! Oh Jesus! 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 So funny! So are you the asshole? No, you couldn't help this. Angry? No. But I am also super unserious. So, and I know some people take their weddings very seriously. I'm just not that girl. No, I feel like if it, if it was me and you came up to me like, Jalita, my stomach is rumbling. I'd be like, all right, we can move the schedule around a little bit. Yeah, just just to say, I don't want you to be embarrassed. I also don't want you to fart in front of my whole, like, all my guests. So, like... Let's just start. Let's cut the cake right. while you do your thing, and then we'll be back for toast afterwards. Right, you're not an asshole, but it is your fault. It is your fault because you could have warned somebody like, "Hey, can we right. can we postpone this real quick?" But it's not your fault that your yeah. asshole decided to just, betray you. Just go right. Just go to the DJ booth. Just let the DJ know. Don't say. Just be like, "Yo, I have to go to the restroom really quickly. Right. I have to." But, can you just stall with the music for a little yeah, bit? Yeah, or the wedding planner or whoever. Because the one thing is, you were the maid of honor. So, like, nobody was going to do it. And her sister. So, it's not like they were going to do it without you. Without you. So, like, um, but it also, like, on a serious tip, it sounds like your sister may have, like, some kind of other issues. If she's giving you this house treatment or something like that, which, which you have no control over. Like, you did that on purpose. Who would do that on purpose? Yeah, so she might have had, like, some controlling something to where, like, she's managing something that you cannot control and you feel as though you could not relieve yourself for just a minute off of the schedule oh, it, might, it sounds like it she might. would just be like she's one of those people who takes her wedding and probably herself in general too seriously like too seriously mm-hmm. yes so the fact that this was not like the picture perfect event is probably eating her up so it's probably more about yeah. her than it is about you so i exactly you know offer her sincere apologies but after that give her some space she'll get over it no, for real. Like, if you've already apologized to her enough, just let that be it. And then you kind of just, you know, that's something that happened to you. Sorry, yeah, sis. Right. If there's anything left on the registry, you know, a big ticket item that wasn't bought, I'd maybe buy right. that. Like, girl, I'm so sorry. Give some funds to the honeymoon, the honeymoon fund. Right. You know, send a bottle, a nice bottle of wine and some flowers. And because I'm petty, I would, I would probably attach a whoopee cushion and be like, girl, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but again, no, for real, so unserious here. Oh so, my gosh, uh, that is joke. I'm glad we could end on such a high note. In conclusion, my stomach. Oh my god, do not let your mother serve frozen nasty food at your wedding because you will fart when you give your maid of honor speech 
and your sister will never talk to you again. That's your takeaway from this episode. So if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you uh, subscribe wherever you are listening and leave us a rating. It really helps us out. <laughs> Be sure to follow us on social media at the Black Girls and submit any questions you have to us that you would like us to answer, any funny stories you have, any topics you would like. Um, you can send them to askbgr at thebeautyblackgirls.com or shoot us a DM on social media. Um, that is it for this week. We will catch you guys next time. Bye.